Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the spirit of the holidays, we want you to celebrate with your favorite wager talk or sports memo handicappers and do it at a discount by giving you a one-time 25% off everything you can fit into your cart between now and midnight on December 25th using coupon code GIFT25 when checking out. While this coupon can only be used once at wager talk and once at sports memo, the value is unlimited and there is no limit on what you can add to your cart when redeeming. Daily, all access, season, Pick your team and even mix and match handicappers as the combinations are endless. Remember, there is no limit to the number of handicappers at Wager Talk and Sports Memo you can lock in, but coupon code GIFT25 will expire at midnight on Christmas. On behalf of everyone at Wager Talk, Sports Memo, and Gold Sheet, we want to thank you for supporting us in 2022 by watching our videos, following us on social media, and trusting us with your wagers. However you celebrate, we wish everyone a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Hey guys, welcome in on a very happy, uh, well, Thursday at this particular point, right? The 22nd of December. Uh, getting ready here to uh, to celebrate this weekend. And of course, uh, one more week after that, and we've got ourselves a brand new year. And before we know it, March Madness will be right around the corner. But plenty of opportunities between now and then to cash a few tickets, including a pretty nice schedule here today in college hoops. We're going to see if we can't find some edges as we welcome in three of the finest at wagertalk.com. Uh, we welcome back in Brian Power in the house. Uh, Tony Finn is here as well as his brother from a different mother, Mr. Tony Mahia. Gentlemen, uh, happy Thursday here. We've got uh, uh, already a bunch of games uh, underway here across the board. Uh, tell us uh, what, if anything, do you got locked and loaded here, Brian Power? It's a uh, big weekend coming up here. Yeah, and a big Thursday. I've got a, a ton locked and loaded. Five plays, a lot to choose from uh, today. Soccer, NFL. I'm on the bowl game, a 4-0 at the start to the Bulls, oh, by the way. College mm. hoops and NBA. So five plays total tonight. 18-9 uh, and nine run overall the last six days. So feeling pretty good. And uh, got the Christmas shopping done in about three hours yesterday, Joe. So uh, on top of all that, uh, I'm ready to go for the weekend. And we'll have a 5% play in NFL. Oh, okay. So I got a little something for uh, everybody here. How about it, uh, Tony Mejia? What's uh what do you got going on, uh, wagertalk.com? Uh, plenty of action for sure. 
Yeah, there's a 5% play available for tonight's NBA slate, uh, 4% oh. play available for tonight's NFL slate. We're on a 9-2 and two run on uh, 3% or higher plays in uh, the National Football League. And uh, I'll have a bowl play up. I've still got to do a little bit more research on what I want to do with this Armed Forces Bowl. If anything, we'll see. But uh, odds are I will do something. I have to get the bad taste out of my mouth out of backing South Alabama. did a little bit of shopping, and that's why I'm late. So uh, on me that this show is starting about 10 minutes late. My bad. Uh, and uh, we got a winner and a loser already in college basketball because I was on 11-1 Fordham, which Ooh. is now 12-1 Fordham. But I thought that they would blow out VMI. They did not. They needed overtime, which kind of benefited me because I was on the over two. So winner on the total, loser on the side, and uh, plenty more to come, including uh, a rare 4% play for me on this season because I haven't really gone that deep into college basketball just yet, letting things shake out. Uh, but, yeah, a very busy day, very busy weekend. Happy holidays to all. It's absolutely, man. All right, so we got some college uh, basketball uh, under the belt already here today. Finn, what do you got? Uh, what do you got ready to roll over at Wager Talk for us? I have, and I've had up for quite some time since, uh, since the overnights came out um, last week. I have a Thursday night position Ooh. in the football game, the Jets and the Jags. I don't have my NBA up or my college basketball up because of uh, a schedule. A change on my end, but th- I'm ready for both. And right after the show, we'll have both up. I like the college and the NBA uh, schedule, despite the fact that we have limited NBA action. So, plenty of action yeah. here today. Only two games <laughs> in the association. Finn, uh, you heard me here say he's got a five percent best bet ready to roll. Plenty of college basketball. We got a bowl game. Plenty of NFL, uh, including a Thursday night game. So, a little something for everybody. Take advantage of that code gift 25 uh good through uh midnight on uh, christmas uh opportunity to take 25 percent off your entire cart over at wagertalk.com let's start game number one here we're gonna break down how about it mizzou taking on illinois six and a half illinois is laying for this one 152 as a total nine o'clock here tonight in st louis this one is going to uh tip off so uh, Brian Power, kick us off here with this uh, Illinois game here. Uh, are they somebody you're willing to back and lay the six and a half with? Yeah, I think I am, Joe. I'm on the Illini here. It's a good team. Top 20 in the Ken Palm rankings, number 17, defensive efficiency. And we got wins over both UCLA and Texas on neutral courts. Why is that significant, you may ask? Uh, well, they're the only team in the country with two wins against teams in the Ken Palm top 10. Pretty impressive to me. They got a big edge in the backcourt in this mm. matchup. Uh, with Missouri, I know they're 10-1, and one, but that one loss, it's kind of hard to forget about that, what happened. They got blasted by Kansas. And really, the record could be worse. Mm. They're 5-0 they're and oh in games decided by seven points or less. Defensively, they have struggled, uh, allowing 80 points, over 80 points per game, and 50% shooting the last five contests. I just don't think the Tigers are ready for this uh, step up in class. They certainly weren't last year. Uh, in case if you had forgotten, the Illini beat Mizzou by 25 last season. It's not going to be that lopsided again this time, but a win and the cover nonetheless for the fighting Illini. All right. Back in them. Likes them. Uh, pretty good showing uh, thus far for uh, Illinois. Uh, Tony, uh, Tony Mejia, are they uh, a team you're willing to back on the road here at this number? 
Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, neutral site. So meet me in St. Louis, right? Mm -hmm. I guess Enterprise Center annual bragging rights game. Uh, love that uh, nickname for a game. And we've seen Terrence Shannon really step up. This is a completely different Illini squad than uh, Brad Underwood had last season, where obviously he stuffed the ball into Kofi Coburn. Ayo um, Desun moved back in the day a couple of mm -hmm. years ago. Uh, was the catalyst there. So this is a completely different team. They got Matthew Mayer out of Baylor, um, you know, the big uh, Dane Danger from uh, coming off the bench, a, a Coburn-type big man who's a load to, to handle inside. Freshman guard Sky Clark, who I had no idea it was Kenny Clark's little brother, uh, little uh, son, I should say. Kenny Clark went to UCF. I knew him really well back when he was uh, one of Dante Culpepper's top uh receivers and then played with the Vikings as well. So funny to see him as uh, it tells you how old I am. But yeah, <laughs> I agree with, with power that uh, the Illini are the better team here. Uh, another UCF spin, Missouri barely beat them on a buzzer beater, you know, banked in basically a, a half court shot to beat them a couple of uh, a week or two ago. Uh, I mean, it's a team that's got some talent, Kobe Brown, Noah Carter. Um, so they should be able to hang around here. You will probably have to sweat the cover, but I think it's a line eye or pass for me as well. Oh, line eye or pass. Uh, I'm sensing a theme here. Uh, Tony Finn, are you breaking that yeah. theme? No, is uh, any Mizzou love for you here tonight? No, I'm, I agree. Both, both of the uh, esteemed colleagues that, that Missouri they're 10 ones a little bit. And I think it's 10 one now. It's a little bit overvalued. Uh, their loss was a fairly ugly loss uh, um, against Kansas. They was it 95, 67, something like that. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken. And let, they let KU shoot about 60% from the field in that game. And, and they struggled offensively. If you watch them, not the KU is, you know, chopped liver and that you're going to uh, always compete against that team. But uh, they only shot about 40% from the field and, and 10 ones. They just haven't other than KU. Um, this is a pretty good test for them tonight. It really is. I don't think they're up for it, truthfully. I think everything that these other two, the other Tony, uh, as well as Brian, was correct, completely correct. Uh, I think they're outmatched the backcourt, and in the end, uh, will be outmatched on the scoreboard. I, I, I'm on I'm on Illinois tonight, or I'm not in this room. All right. So, Illinois or pass for these three gentlemen. Let me just go ahead and get this Missouri play in. All right, good. There we go. All three uh, agreeing on the same thing. You know how that works here. All right, game number two. Let you're us. You're welcome either way, Joe. Yeah, it is. The, you're very welcome. Yes, yeah. It hasn't, it hasn't done us wrong yet. Let's go. Boise State taking on Santa Clara. Uh, minus two for uh, for Boise State there, 138 and a half, five o'clock Eastern time tip here. And uh, my goodness, has Bo I don't think Boise State's lost a game in, in what, like two months? It feels like forever. Uh, they have been rolling. And if defense is what you like, Boise State can certainly play it. Santa Clara can certainly shoot. Where are you heading in this game, Brian Power? Is it uh, Boise State or you think Santa Clara can outshoot them? Yeah, you know, Boise, they had the one and two start. A couple bad losses, South Dakota Oof. State, Charlotte. But as you alluded to, Joe, this team has not lost a game in over a month. It was November Oof. 17th, uh, nine straight wins. But Marcus Shaver, what's the status? I need to know that. Uh, he's missed the last two games. And the defense, which, as you pointed out, has been very good. It's 12th efficient in efficiency nationally. It may take a bit of a hit. Uh Boise State's opponents also are not going to continue shooting just 26% from three. I think that's hard to maintain over the long haul. And we know what Santa Clara is going to try to do here, guys. 
push pace, 44th and adjusted tempo. I think in this battle of Broncos, uh, the uh, home team gets the win. Uh, probably a little bit of a discount on Santa Clara because they're one and six against the number their last seven games. But I wouldn't be scared by that because they're six and one straight up in the same stretch. They're eight and one at home. I like Santa Clara here uh, getting a short number and ending Boise State's run. Uh, like Santa Clara. I think the West Coast Conference is pretty deep this year. It's more than mm. just Gonzaga and St. Mary's uh, if you're going to keep an eye on that conference. I, I yeah I agree that is a uh, certainly a uh, better than normal conference here. But do you like them to handle business here tonight? Um, he uh, though he's right. Those two losses early on in the season were absolutely horrible. But uh, I think expectations for Boise coming into the season were they were going to be pretty good. Yeah. They, yeah, and they should be because I think the best is yet to come for Boise's one nine straight. Big win at St. Louis on December 10th. That's probably the landmark win that they've uh, they've picked up. And guess what? Marcus Shaver hasn't even played well. Uh, 38% from the field for the season for their top guard. He's 10 for 38 from three coming into this one if he plays. 19 for 54 from the field over his last four games, and they won them all. So the fact that they've been able to pick things up without their best player really playing well, says a lot about them, says a lot about what Leon Rice has been able to do in terms of getting this team to play defense. Tyson Degenhart, uh, a really talented young kid, Max Rice, uh, the coach's son, you know, seemingly an extension of him on the floor. Uh, Chibuzo Agbo uh, has really picked it up. I thought he was the X factor uh, after their slow start and getting them going. Um, and then uh, for Santa Clara, they're, they're led by Brandon Pachemski, uh, the Illinois transfer who uh, leads them, I think, in scoring and rebounding. They haven't even had Carlos Stewart that has a straight transfer. So they should be better in West Coast Conference play. I think this game goes down to the wire, and I am actually leaning towards the under. I think Boise State is successful in slowing down Santa Clara. Um, you've got shot blockers on both ends, Agbo on one end, Jaden Bediaco uh, on the other for the for the Bronco for the Santa Clara Broncos. Uh, and his brother is uh, is Charles, who plays at Alabama and does a nice job protecting the rim. Jaden, not quite as skilled, uh, but uh, equally uh, adept at uh, rim protection. So give me the under in, in this game. Uh, looking at the under in the matchup, how about you, Tony yeah. Finn? Uh, which uh, are you leading Santa Clara by some chance? Any chance? No chance. Um, yeah, well, I might lean Santa Clara, but uh, I, I I have a problem with this game. Problem is, I I I'm having a problem with Boise State. I also have a problem with Santa Clara. I think Santa Clara is overvalued. Uh, however, it has from the beginning of the season. There's several. Uh, of the West Coast teams here have, but but Boise State's tough to score on, guys. I mean, they're they they run everybody off that three line. They they you know they hold everybody to a low percentage from distance, and then they do their best mm. to uh, be physical and beat the heck out of you and down low. Um, you know, Marcus Shaver, six two, is the fifth year guard for Boise State. He's he's their leading scorer, scores fifteen a game. This this team is, as you guys have stated, defense heavy. And I would be not necessarily on the side here. I really like the under in this game as well. So that is uh, two I get uh, for yeah. the under. And I'm just, well, I, I'm thinking <laughs> Shavers. What, wait, hold on. Let me just, uh, no, I'm looking here yeah. because 
the damn thing has been steamed up to 139. So is Shavers playing? Is that what uh, is that what this thing is yeah. getting uh, bulldozed for? That surprised me to see that. I, I, right? I would assume that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. I, it, yeah. Yeah. Because this thing was 136, 136 and a half. Mm-hmm. It's now 139. So I'm guessing he's probably a go here, guys. So uh, yep. keep an eye on that uh, status. Again, 5 o'clock Eastern time tip there with Boise State. And then, of course, we have a pretty good one tonight uh, coming down uh, as the uh, the Butler Bulldogs taking on the Creighton Blue Jays. 8 o'clock Eastern time tip here. Creighton laying 8. The total is, uh, is 140 in this one. And um, listen, Creighton, I think, uh, getting uh, – is it Cal, uh, Cal Brenner coming back uh, tonight, I think? They got some, uh, they got some help. Creighton – all sorts of guys had the flu over the last. It's not been a good stretch. So just depends on on how you view this game. Uh, should Creighton be this kind of favorite, in your opinion, Brian Power, over the Butler Bulldogs? Well, look, uh, the old expression, you know, fool me once, you know, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me six times, Joe Ranieri doesn't call you back to be on the program. It's good point. Uh, Yep. Creighton is uh, a team that I overestimated their last time out against Marquette. Uh, didn't work out. They were thin. Now, Coach Brenner, I, I, it, he's probable was the last okay. I looked. And so that's that's good. And the numbers moved up the way it's been bet. It would seem he's going to return. I'll tell you what, this team is thin without him, man. They, were, I mean, they just had nothing in the second half of that Marquette game. I was really disappointed in the Blue Jays. And then – on the Butler side, are they a little undervalued? Maybe because they got housed by UConn. Their yeah. last time. And there's no shame in that. I mean, mm-hmm. they got. I mean, they didn't score 50 points, which is, you know, not something you you know you want to put on your Wikipedia page for the season. But it's UConn, uh, and they're not playing UConn tonight. I think Butler's going to be motivated by the fact they've dropped eight of nine to Creighton. Regardless of who is trotted out there on the Creighton side, I'm looking at the over here. Because Butler, they got five players in double figures. They're going to bounce back offensively from the UConn game. I know they've struggled to score versus good teams, but I think they can here. And you look at the way this number has moved, uh, similar to the last one we talked about, Joe. Uh, looks like there has been some money uh, been put down on the over, and that is the way I would lean in this Big East matchup. I cannot lay points with Creighton, uh, just kind of given their recent form, but uh, would lean towards the over in this Big East matchup. All right, like in the uh, up and over uh, the total here. It's been back and forth uh, all day here um, so far. It's an interesting move, Tony uh, Mejia. But are you a believer in Creighton uh, to be able to get it done uh, by margin here as I'm seeing eight and a half pop up now? Yeah, no, you can't be. And if uh, if they're able to get it done, more power to them. But the fact that they've lost six straight, the one common opponent in this uh, matchup, uh, Creighton lost to a, a, a ordinary BYU team because BYU is not up to their typical standards this season, and Butler beat them. Butler also has uh, Manny Bates, who will uh, make Kalkbrenner's return unpleasant, especially since you expect Kalkbrenner will be a, on a pitch count. So I think from that standpoint, if Bates plays well, he's the key to it all uh, from them on both ends, rebounding on one end and, uh, and shot blocking on the defensive side. Also, Butler, number one in the country in allowing the least amount of free throw makes and attempts. Mm. Um, so, And they, they allow uh, less than 
three-point shooting. So the fact also is that Creighton, you know, somewhat overrated. They were a top 10 team and then they've lost six straight. We mentioned the illnesses. But uh, the fact is this Creighton team, um, not as good as obviously as past Blue Jay squad. And in their last home game, everybody knows that the uh, the home court advantage in Omaha is prevalent. They were housed by Nebraska in a result nobody saw coming. That kind of was the beginning of the, this demise. I think they'll they'll fix themselves. They might even win this game, but eight and a half, that's too much for me. So, I mean, if they win by double digits, uh, good for them, but it, it, not a smart bet to back that. All right. You are not uh, not a big believer in laying eight and a half in this one. How about you, Tony Finn, though? Uh, Creighton, Butler, or do you got more faith in here? Yeah, I'm, I'm in favor of taking uh, that uh, crazy eight in this game and uh, watching for the most part. Uh, BYU's had some decent wins. I mean, that last, their, last, their last game against an actual opponent outside of what uh, Lindenwood mm-hmm. was um, Utah, which was a good win. Listen, Utah just got uh, taken down by TCU. And uh, in truth, uh, both these teams have some common opponents and, and they do something similar. But, but, uh, both of them have really no bench scoring. That's, I, I kind of would have leaned to the over, as was discussed already by one of my esteemed colleagues again. But, boy, the bench, that's really the score. The problem here is that when they do the second rotation, neither team can score. Five guys on both teams. Uh, the first five are average double figures. After that, it drops off the shelf, off mm. the table for that mark. Uh, you know, this six straight, uh, this, this losing streak um, is, is not to a bunch of chopped liver. That Creighton has. However, uh, there's a couple losses that I, I consider bad losses. See, I considered, I passed on this game last night with Arizona State. I didn't take the Dons, and I wanted to, wanted to, wanted to, and um, and I should have. All right, and, and this is, uh, I'm just going to be on Butler plus the eight. I mean, this is this is a, there's a lot of pressure on the second rotation here. A lot of pressure on Creighton tonight mm-hmm. to uh, break this six game streak. And when it comes to college kids and putting pressure on them during Christmas. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run and go the other way. Give me Butler plus plus points. All right, Butler uh, plus the points here uh, tonight should be uh, should be an interesting matchup for sure. Uh, and we'll keep an eye on that line because it, it continues to uh, push up. So might be able to get even better than eight here, guys, uh, soon enough. Uh, all right, full card here already underway across the board in college basketball. But it is time to see if there is a game. Uh, on the slate here today, these guys like a little bit more than the rest. So, uh, Brian Power, kick us off here. Uh, is there uh, a game you are leaning towards a little more than everything else? Yeah, there is. A, there's a game that is in that <laughs> aforementioned five-pack I talked Ooh. about at the top of the show. People can get that. By the way, uh, Tony uh, Finn reminded me there, I actually did have San Francisco last night. I would have to look back. Nice. That may have been in terms of margin. My biggest win of 2022. Uh, you look at the score the first time, you're like, my goodness, I think this one's going to get home, gang. So, uh, And then I have a free play as well up on my page uh, on Loyola, uh, Chicago against Stanford. I think Loyola slows pace and covers the spread. But And, and that's what I was going to talk about today. But another game came across uh, sort of uh, my eyes, Joe, and I wanted to share that with the listeners right now. I'm looking at the under in North Texas UTSA. Uh, I played the over when these schools met on the football field mm. in the Conference USA Championship game. I think combined for 70-something in that one, if memory serves me correct. I don't think we're going to see a ton more scored here from the basketball programs. Let's start with the fact the last five North Texas games 
have seen an average of just 113.4 points per game scored. So right in way, this number looks high. And North Texas does not shoot particularly well, 38.3% overall. They play at the second slowest tempo in the country for Ken Palm, uh, but they are very good defensively, 35th. So looking at their half of the equation, you like it with the uh, under. And then the last few, three UTSA games, okay, they've all gone over. Well, look at who they've played. They lost to New Mexico and Utah. North Texas isn't going to do what those teams did offensively. And then uh, UTSA hung 90 on a weaker opponent that I, I didn't write down. I just noted weaker opponent. I apologize who it was. But try, take my word for it. It was a weaker team than North Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, UTSA holds teams under 30% from three. I think this is a low-scoring game here in Conference USA. Under North Texas UTSA 123 is today's best match. Yeah, you'd be, uh, wow, you're lucky. First one of 100 wins. Uh, talk to me here. That is going to be like watching paint dry that game. Uh, talk <laughs> to me here, Tony uh, Mejia. Which one of these games did you circle for us here tonight? Not one of these games, but uh, a game that begins at the top of the next hour. So there's some immediate actionable information. We really love uh, Rick Patino's Iona Gales Ooh. to get things started on the big island in a big way, uh, Diamond Head Classic. You know, it's the holidays when we get a Christmas tournament in Honolulu, Sheriff Center. And uh, I, I expect Iona to be in the finals against Washington State. And I expect that to begin with a victory over SMU in commanding fashion. They're laying eight and a half. Uh, Iona just got done losing at New Mexico in the Patino Bowl. Mm. Um, Richards Lobos beat Rick Scales. Uh, Iona doesn't lose consecutive games often. I haven't this season, only did it twice last season and only lost two in a, a, a row twice last season. Last time they've lost consecutive games was in February. So I think they'll bounce back. SMU, um, you know, the start of, uh, of a rebuild under Rob Lanier. Uh, they lost Tim Jankovic, who retired. Kendrick Davis, their point guard last season, is now running the show in Memphis. And they've really struggled. They've uh, fallen in four straight, five of the last six. Their only victories this season are against Texas A&M Converse, Evansville, and Lamar. So not exactly anything to write home about. Uh, Just lost to TCU and actually a decent performance, losing 83 to 75. I think they lose by double digits to get things. The points, eight and a half with Iona over SMU. All right. Love it. There we go. Iona, look at Patino getting it. I think he's paying players right now as we speak. Uh, Tony, it's, uh, allowed, Finn, it's, uh, it's legal uh, now. A lot of uh, a lot of helpers uh, made the trip for Iona there. Mm-hmm. Do with that as you may. Uh, talk to me here, uh, Tony Finn. Uh, there's got to be a best bet somewhere on this card you're looking at. Which one? Well, I follow one of the mid-majors I follow. It's Conference USA, USA, and I like the game here tonight to, against a couple teams who have some some acceptable records, let's say, and that's and that would be Charlotte and UAB. Um, two contrasting styles tonight. You have a team that wants to be very deliberate in Charlotte, and you have a team in UAB that wants to play up-tempo. In fact, they, according to Kim Palm, the third fastest uh, usage of the shot clock in Division One goes to the UAB Blazers. Uh, they're not that efficient offensively. They cheat, trem- they cheat so much. Uh, with their guards crashing the offensive boards, if you look at their offensive rebounds, um, they they rebound all it coming close to forty percent of their missed shots. The problem is they miss too many shots, so you can't help but get a few of those rebounds. Uh, and in this case, I think 
what you have is that you have a Charlotte team that does not turn the ball over uh, at all, and uh, they're going to slow this tempo against USB. And if, if you if USB cannot force uh, turnovers, then they're going to have a problem playing in transition. Uh, and, and if you look at some of the – if you look at these two schedules, guys, I mean, Charlotte looks like they've played cupcakes. However, that's what you get Conference USA typically in non-cons from these teams, and, and I don't think it's a discount. I don't think it should discount them, and I certainly would not be laying 11 points with a UAB team that just can't hold on to the ball and cheats so much on, on the boards that they – and they may not listen. Charlotte doesn't give up any – they don't give up any offense rebounds. At least they're one of the best teams in the country not to. So that's another reason to take 11 points. Give me the double digits. Almost a dozen eggs in this game. Charlotte plus the points. Okay. Well, it's so funny, Tony, because it just happens to be exactly what our friends at the Gold Sheet, uh, they too are all over Charlotte here tonight. Uh, They've got a couple of reasons uh, too, and you uh, alluded to it. (laughs) Uh, has to do with them, uh, really, from the defensive efficiency. What a difference a year makes for Charlotte, and uh, it shows. Also, UAB, uh, although they got that 9-2 record, it's looking good. Uh, we're, we're talking about a 282 schedule here. They haven't exactly played uh, the toughest of opponents. So, uh, Tony Finn and uh, our friends at thegoldsheet.com, uh, they looking at Charlotte here tonight. Uh, to get it done. All right. I want to thank uh, the Vandals last night of Idaho for getting it done uh, for us. Thank you very much. A little late-night degenerate special. Uh, Today, I'm going to stay out on the West Coast, though, and uh, two teams that have struggled uh, a little bit as of late. But I like Portland here uh, at a low number. Minus one, I think. Minus one and a half. Uh, Taking on UC Riverside, which is literally all about one player. Uh, and they can't shoot. And if he doesn't have a great night shooting, they ain't winning this game uh, even remotely close. So I'm going to take Portland laying the small number against UC Riverside uh, tonight. We'll keep it out west uh, for those late-night degenerate specials. And once again, guys, to recap it, uh, Brian Power going North Texas UTSA under the 123 and a half. It's going to be a snooze fest, guys. It's going to be a whole lot of fun there. Tony Mejia says, let's go, Patino. Only the best for Patino. He doesn't pay for just anybody. Lay the nine and a half. They're going to get it done out in uh, Hawaii. And Tony Finn, Charlotte, uh, as well as the gold sheet, both of these guys are on the same page. Uh, Plus 11 in this, and I'm going to lay it with Portland. One and a half here uh, tonight against UC Riverside. Don't forget, guys, take advantage over at wagertalk.com. The opportunity... 25% 25% off your entire cart right now. Good through uh, midnight of Christmas. All you have to do is use the code GIFT25. You can hop on board, uh, buy any one of these three-day, seven-day, 30-day all-access packages. Now would be the time to do it here. Plenty of bowl action left. The NFL games and, of course, NBA, NHL, and everything in between. Uh, head over to wagertalk.com. Visit Brian Power. Tony Mejia and Tony Finn. And don't forget, Mejia's got a 5% best bet in the association tonight. Hint, hint, there's only two games. I bet you it's one of them. Uh, Make sure you head on over there, guys, and use that code, too. Uh, GIFT25 at checkout. All right. uh, I think that will will do it here today. I don't believe we have a show uh, tomorrow here. Light slate of games uh, in college basketball tomorrow as we get ready 
uh, for Christmas weekend. But on behalf of everybody here at uh, at WagerTalkingSportsMemo.com, Brian Power, Tony Mejia, Tony Finn, want to wish you and yours a very uh, safe and happy holiday this weekend. Make sure to come back and join us on Monday. Uh, new week, all sorts of things to discuss and bets to be made and tickets to be cashed. Enjoy yourselves this weekend, guys. Thanks so very much. We'll talk to you again soon. Merry Christmas. In the spirit of the holidays, we want you to celebrate with your favorite wager talk or sports memo handicappers and do it at a discount by giving you a one-time 25% off everything you can fit into your cart between now and midnight on December 25th using coupon code GIFT25 when checking out. While this coupon can only be used once at Wager Talk and once at Sports Memo, the value is unlimited and there is no limit on what you can add to your cart when redeeming. Daily, all access, season, pick your team, and even mix and match handicappers as the combinations are endless. Remember, there is no limit to the number of handicappers at Wager Talk and Sports Memo you can lock in, but coupon code GIFT25 will expire at midnight on Christmas. On behalf of everyone at Wager Talk, Sports Memo, and Gold Sheet, we want to thank you for supporting us in 2022 by watching our videos, following us on social media, and trusting us with your wagers. However you celebrate, we wish everyone a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.